Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Me First. It's me, your colleague in medicine, coach in life, queen of burnout, throwing in a little sass there, Dr. freaking Aaron Wiseman. I got to practice what I preach. I'm a recovering workaholic and rest is my detox. <laughs> so my team is pushing me to try to do more rest. I have really been invigorated since I got my new office and my podcasting equipment set up back full time. It's been so fun to be podcasting again and doing live episodes. But they're reminding me too that I'm overworking. So we are problem solving this. And in order to do that, we are doing a reboot showcase. All my work that I've done in the past, I might as well reuse it, right? Recycle, reduce, reuse. And so what we're going to do in this reboot showcase is take old podcast episodes that I've actually been on for other people and play them here on Dr. Me First. It makes me smile a little bit as I go back and listen to years ago when I was doing some of these podcasts. And I'm like, wow, I was really smart. I knew a whole lot of things. But I also see how I've changed and how things are different. <laughs> In the world of Aaron Wiseman, we call it, is it long-haired Aaron or short-haired Aaron? Because <laughs> you can definitely see a big change when the hair got lopped off during the pandemic. So listen to the episodes and then see if you can tell when I did that episode on the timeline of everything Aaron Wiseman. Long-haired Aaron, short-haired Aaron. Give me an email. I'd love to hear about it. I'm going to take my own medicine. I'm going to rest a little bit, and I'm still going to pop up episodes for you to listen to. So enjoy this reboot today. And as always, friend, remember, your life, your calling, your pulse absolutely matters. And the badass in me honors the freaking badass in you. Enjoy. Along with individual experts, Surgeon Masters brings you life improvement strategies in 10 minutes. These proven principles and strategies are easy to learn and can be applied immediately, allowing you to practice your best. Here's your host, Jeff Smith. Welcome back to the Surgeon Masters mini podcast. I have with me Dr. Aaron Weissman, a family medicine doctor and CEO of the Physician Coaching Alliance. She's out there in uh, rural southwestern Indiana and loves her roles as a farmer's wife, an athlete, and a mother of three. Welcome, Erin. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jeff. I'm glad to be here. I, I'm a little nervous. I know you are, because I'm taking the reins. <laughs> yeah, but I'll be good. I'm, I'm going to try and uh, let you do a little bit of interviewing or coaching, whatever is coming. That's right. So to Jeff's audience, he is going to let me interview him today, and we're going to talk about his surgical sabbatical. So tell us, Jeff, a little bit about what's been going on lately. Well, in uh, mid-July, I took time off to have a lumbar disc surgery, mainly to get the herniated disc taken care of. And there was a little few more complicated medical terms to that, but basically recovering from that surgery. And I'm trying to be a really good patient. So I'm taking six weeks off of call and four to six weeks off of operating in the operating room. How's that going for you? 
since I'm halfway, it's getting a little bit better. The first few weeks were pretty tough, especially the first week of thinking how I wouldn't be operating for six weeks. I've never done that in my career. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I have to say, you should be so super proud of yourself for actually taking care of yourself because you know, as doctors, we make the worst patients. <laughs> we wait to the last minute, we put off surgery, we put off procedures, we don't go get our colonoscopies or our pap smears. So I just have to put that out there that I think you are exemplifying what we all need to be doing for ourselves. Yeah. And the challenge is, is that I've done a little bit of a mix of the old Jeff mentality of sort of how I trained and grew up and, you know, a lot of focus on work, which is great. But in, in the new mentality saying, yeah, can I do that while still putting a very strong emphasis on taking care of myself? Yeah. It's like that Native American story about the, the dark wolf and the light wolf you know, like wrestling against each other. So talk a little bit about that. Talk about how old Jeff has been like popping up in your head. A lot of interesting examples. So some of it was in just the prep for surgery because it was a more elective surgery or I chose to make it elective. I could have pushed it up, but it it would be semi-elective for most people. So I wanted to treat myself like most people. In the planning of that, I realized I was going to be off for six weeks. So I did essentially a month's worth of work in a two-week period of time before my surgery. So that was the old Jeff. So that popped up. There's also a pretty funny story about how I thought my surgery was going to be on a Monday afternoon. And I normally have a Monday morning clinic. So all the way up to about four or five days before my surgery, I still had that plan that I was going to somehow see patients in the morning and then have surgery in the afternoon. I did finally shift It just the powers over me made it so I couldn't work that out. Well, and I don't know that that's a terrible thing either, though. The new me is fine with it. You know, because don't you think sometimes we need to have that like forced expectation taken away from us by someone other than ourselves? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of that that's been coming up actually is what is forced both by circumstances, but also forced by others. Like you should be doing this or you should be doing that. And then we do that to ourselves. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. And then like, wait a second, why not make this a choice where you do it differently because it's the right thing to do? And there's a battle of the right. But that's been where I agree with you on that. That's what I call shooting all over yourself and you have to stop it because you're so right. I mean, like the shoulds come from administration, from leadership. The shoulds come from patient mentality on how you should show up and how you should show up for them. The shoulds come from way back in our past and training and what a good doctor should do. I've even found sometimes like the shoulds pop up from like little kid Aaron and st- family of origin stories on what should be happening. Yeah. And I think some of it's in addition to the shoulds, I think it's also a lot of habit. The other tough thing that's been challenging over the last few weeks is that there's still a lot to do in this quote time off where I'm not operating. And I've been doing some things that there would be a little bit of question about, but I've been doing them smartly. But I theoretically have all this extra time and I still have plenty to do. I struggle with a sensation of boredom, yet there's still too much to do. So how can you be bored if there's too much to do? And what that tells me is that my thermostat or the measuring of what's too much and what's normal is way off. (laughs) 
That's what I was just going to ask you. Like, so you talked about old Jeff and you're like seeing yourself in a new identity. What are some of these habits and shoulds that you're trying to like shake off while you're going through this transformation? Because it's not like you were old Jeff, you went into surgery, they replaced your brain and now you're new Jeff. Like there is some kind of transitioning that you're doing through this, seeing it from a different perspective. So you're not going to get it 100% right all the time. But what is it that you think you got to shake off when it comes to this? I got so much to do, but I don't want to sit in boredom or maybe I should sit in quiet and boredom. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of mostly that, that the in this space or even in other conversations that we've had, you know, maybe the physician coaching alliance, but just concept of sitting a bit in the uncomfortable. And so to me, a lot of this is, hey, I'm supposed to be uncomfortable here for a reason. And it isn't totally clear when you're going through it, what you're actually learning. You are learning that it's there's an opportunity for change, but it's hard when you're in the middle of it to specify exactly what you're learning. But I guess maybe oh, that's absolutely. what I'm kind of sharing is that I'm learning a lot. I think one of the things in particular is just learning maybe to less compartmentalize, if that makes sense. I'm used to the life of, hey, I don't have time for that anyways. I'll deal with it another time. And now I have the time to deal with it and good and bad. Like that means I'm having to deal with it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, because it's almost a coping mechanism to like keep kicking the can down the road and keep kicking it down and like, oh, I'm too busy. I don't need to deal with that. Or that's something I'm not interested. So I'm not even give any brain space to it. But when the throttle is pulled back and you're only going quarter or half speed from what you usually do, it like pops it up in your face and it makes you sit with it. Yeah. And I think it's a, uh, I think what I like is that I put myself in a space where dealing with this has been better. I put a lot of time and energy into this process of being coached, of coaching others and challenging things and all the other sort of coaching principles to the point where dealing with this now, I have a much bigger tool belt and personal awareness that it's been manageable. And I'm glad that I'm not in a point where I feel tremendous chaos, but it's definitely been a huge learning opportunity. So what would you recommend for any other physicians who are either going through a sabbatical or a medical leave or something that has kind of made them throttle back? For that group, I would say reach out to a coach or someone who has a very high capacity and skill set to listen and support. I think the potentially a more important message, although I am compassionate to those individuals, is to actually do that before you get to the point. Because I think that's, for me, if you can process a lot of things and adjust more ongoing, then I think that that awareness or that challenge is not so overwhelming and like, hey, you you absolutely have to change. I feel like for me, this is potentially easier that I'm I don't have to change completely because I've I'm managing things pretty well, but still tons of learning and it doesn't mean that I can't manage it better. I love it. The illustration I'm thinking of is when you're learning how to drive and like learning how to brake sooner rather than like running up to the next to somebody's bumper or the stop sign. Like it's easier, it's less like jolting if you just start to brake, you know, as you see the red light instead of running right up on it. Well, Aaron, it's been a pleasure 
being interviewed by you. Thanks for giving me that opportunity. Absolutely. I'm always here for you, friend. Well, there you have it. In less than 10 minutes, this is Jeff Smith being interviewed by Dr. Aaron Weissman. Until the next episode of Life Improvement Strategies for the Surgeon Who Wants More. Ciao. Now, take 10 minutes and put your plan into action to practice your best. Hey there, I got some really important stuff to share with you. Besides developing Dr. Me First over the last, I don't know, I think it's like seven or eight years now, and Burnt Out to Badass, which is a little bit newer, it's been going on for about three to four years, I've actually been developing another business kind of on the side, and a lot of you folks are surprised when you hear about it. It's called Physician Coaching Alliance, and it does a lot of amazing things. First of all, if you're a chief wellness officer or you want to see more wellness in your organization, hospital, medical group, residency program, etc., Physician Coaching Alliance is your answer. We do consulting and coaching within organizations to bring better wellness into the healthcare space. So you need to go over to the website, physiciancoachingalliance.com, drop me an email with the organization, who I contact, who I talk to, and we can come in and help your institution. The other part of Physician Coaching Alliance is for those who are looking for a personal coach. Of course, I would love to be your coach, but I also know that I'm not everybody's Well, taste and spicy sauce, let's put it that way. So there we have a menu of over 70 coaches who specialize in so many different things, who come from different parts of medicine. Some people are in medicine, some people are out of medicine, some people are hybrid. It's just an amazing group of an eclectic amount of skills and personalities. I'm sure you can find your next coach there. So again, same website, physiciancoachingalliance.com. And lastly, if you are a coach and you're tired of going in alone, maybe you're in a slump, maybe you just want to be around other physician coaches who are willing to give and are over the hustle culture and not about competing with each other, but knowing that how we heal healthcare is better together, then also Physician Coaching Alliance is the place for you. PCA fulfills so many of these needs and more. It's all on the same website, physiciancoachingalliance.com. You can hang out with us on LinkedIn and on Instagram by the exact same name, physiciancoachingalliance.com. Yep, I've been busy. running multiple companies, practicing medicine, taking care of alpacas. But you know what? It is my heart and joy to do this. And I hope that PCA can become a part of your story too. Check.